Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 1, and the English Standard Version of the Scripture, it reads, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. This scripture is personal to me because I heard those same words in my spirit the morning of October the 9th this year. And it's when I was asleep, I was in a light sleep. God said to me, walk before me and be blameless. And as I said, though I was asleep, I heard God and I came in agreement with him. God spoke to me as I slept. That was the first time in my life I heard God while sleeping. It was as if the eternal came in and he pierced the subconscious of the finite. Me being finite, he being the eternal. See, we often don't recognize how omnipotent God is. He has no limitations. He lives outside of time, so he's always beyond what we're experiencing. And that's amazing to me. That experience was supernatural. Our God is a God of the miraculous. And I looked up the word miraculous just to break it down even, even more terms, better terms for me. Miraculous means occurring through divine or supernatural intervention or manifesting such power. And that's what this was. It was a supernatural experience for me. And I looked up blamelessness too, because he said to walk blameless before him. And according to Baker's Evangelical Dictionary, blamelessness is not earned by personal gain, but it's imputed, which means it's credited to, by the death and resurrection of Christ. So that's very important. When Christ imputes something to you, he credits it to you because you can't do it on your own. It can only be done through him. So when a person is walking blamelessly before God, that's something you don't do on your own. You can only do it by divine intervention. And this, in this case, the Lord Jesus. I decree and declare Lord Jesus, I live to fulfill your divine will and purpose for my life in the earth as you ordained before the world began. Thank you. Amen. When God speaks to you and he speaks something similar to what he spoke to me about walking before him blamelessly, we're to come in agreement with him. And that declaration that I just made was the agreement before all of you who are listening that I'm covenant, making a covenant with the Lord. I'm making a covenant with him to walk blamelessly before him. Today's episode of A New Creation is God's voice. When you hear the voice of the Lord, your soul bows in obedience. Because it's responding to 
to our creator. And in the book of Acts chapter 17, verse 26, and I'm going to read the New King James Version of Scripture. It reads, speaking of God, and he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. The reason why I read that scripture is because the experience that I had with the Lord speaking to me that way while I was asleep, I broke it down in these terms. The one who made me, he placed me in the earth at this appointed time in history, as well as where I would be. And he spoke to me, he's spoken to me. That was very profound. And that scripture in, in the book of Acts described it, how God's the sovereign. He's the sovereign one who decides where we are. He creates us. He puts us in what geographical area we're going to live in, what nation, what family. And it's all by his divine choice and his love. And I thank him for it. I asked the Holy Spirit, why blameless? Why the word blameless? He could have said, walk before me and be holy. He could have said, walk before me and be obedient. But he said, blameless. And when I asked that question, I started to do some more research. Sometimes that's how God will answer your question or answer your prayer even. You pray to the Lord and you ask him something and he'll place in your heart the ability to research the answer. And in this case, that's what happened. So blameless before the Lord means every aspect of my life centers around honoring God. And I must display good character before God. Talking about God's voice. In Genesis chapter 17, as I mentioned earlier, God was speaking to Abram. And he was speaking to Abram after being silent for 24 years. He hadn't spoken to Abram in 24 years by the time chapter 17 in Genesis and when he spoke to Abram, he spoke to him about walking before him blameless. And he also told him that he was El Shaddai, God Almighty. He never expressed himself as God Almighty before Abram. And Abram before that time never heard of that term for God. And El Shaddai is God Almighty. And then he made a covenant with Abram. And I'm going to read Genesis 17, chapter 4 and 5, and I'm going to read the New Living Translations of Scripture. It reads, this is God speaking to Abram. This is my covenant with you. I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. What's more, I am changing your name. It will no longer be Abram. Instead, you will be called Abraham, for you will be the father of many nations. Speaking of God's voice. In this scripture, as I said, God had not spoken to Abram in 24 years. But when he did, he reestablished his covenant with him, reaffirmed it because he never had broken it, reaffirmed his covenant with Abram. He introduced himself as Lord God Almighty or God Almighty, El Shaddai. And he also 
emphasize that if Abram were to walk blamelessly before him, he will make him a mighty nation. What a wonderful God. And so Abram had this covenant and his name was also changed from Abram. Abram means exalted father to Abraham, which means father of many nations. And so God transformed Abram after 24 years from an exalted father to the father of many nations. And he said he was going to make him out of a great nation. What am I saying? When you hear God's voice and you covenant with him, then you open up the doors for God to do great things in your life and at the same time revealing new dimensions in him, new levels in him that you can't even fathom. And I'm looking forward to what God is has in store and is going to do in my life and how I will serve him at a greater level by walking before him blamelessly as Abram did. It is an honor. Now, when you walk before the Lord blamelessly, once you heard God's voice, speaking about God's voice, it's a posture of surrender to the Lordship of Jesus. It's total submission in every area of your life. And that's what creates a mindset and a lifestyle of blamelessness. That's, that's what creates it when you surrender to him. Because the more we surrender to Christ, the more we be, become conformed to his image and likeness. So we become more like him and less like ourselves. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22, and it's the New Living Translation of the scripture, it describes it in even more detail about blameless. It says, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. You cannot remain the same. And walk before the Lord blameless, especially when you've heard God's voice. Like Abraham, you begin to see from God's point of view. It's like you see a panoramic view of things. And it's from the sky, an aerial, which means up in the sky, in the air, panoramic view of things. Much broader way of looking at things than you have in the past. Because it's God that's leading you. It's God that's guiding you. And it's your hearing his voice with clarity. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, it describes Abram's journey as he was transformed really from Abram to Abraham. But this speaks of his beginning. Again, it's Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8 through 10. And it's the New Living Translation of the scripture. And it reads, by faith, Abraham when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. And this is the key, this sentence here. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. That is amazing. Abram, who came from the land of Ur of the Chaldeans, journeyed into the promised land. And when he journeyed into Canaan, which is a promised land, he lived in tents. He didn't know where he was going when he left. But because he had faith in God and this God he didn't even know, 
Remember, he lived in a pagan land where they worshiped other gods. And I mentioned this before, and this is what I always find amazing about Abraham. It's the fact that he heard God. He heard the one true God, and he believed him, and he followed him. And he was a man of great faith. And he was looking forward to a city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. That's the city that Abram was looking forward to. And it really was really a foreshadow of what's coming in the future. Abraham actually could see, I believe he actually had a glimpse of the new Jerusalem that we know from the book of Revelation that's coming down from heaven. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth that God is creating. And I believe Abraham, with this statement here in the book of Hebrews, city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God, Abraham got a glimpse, I believe, of the future. Hallelujah. And in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 14, it's the International Standard Version of the Scripture. It reads, For here, meaning here on this earth, we have no permanent city, but are looking for the one that is coming. And again, much like Abraham, the new Jerusalem is coming. We have to be able to see beyond where we are right now. See, inside of every human being, there's a knowing that there's more to life than our experiences. Something more than this. And I believe in the book of Ecclesiastes, it helps to explain that in more detail. It's in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it's verse 11, and it's the good news translation of the scripture. And it states, it is beautiful how God has done everything at the right time. Some, some translation says God does everything in its own time. He, he has put a sense of eternity in people's minds. Yet mortals still can't grasp what God is doing from the beginning to the end of time. Talking about God's voice. In this particular scripture, it speaks to how, when I was saying earlier, every human being has this knowing inside of them that there's more than what we're experiencing. That's because God has placed eternity in our hearts. And in this particular scripture said, in our minds or our hearts, sometimes the scripture will use your heart and your minds interchangeably. But when speaking of the heart, it's the innermost center of our being. So there's something inside of us that lets us know that there's an eternity. And God placed that inside of us. And it's forced to be excited about life. The life on this earth and the life afterwards because we have life eternal. We represent the kingdom of God. And it's illustrated in Luke chapter 17, verses 20 and 21. And it's the good news translation of the scripture. And it reads, Some Pharisees asked Jesus when the kingdom of God will come. His answer was, The kingdom of God does not come in such a way as to be seen. And some, some translation said does not come with observation, but such a way to be seen. No one would say, look here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. Amen. We represent the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God is within us because the Holy Spirit is within us, and he teaches and leads and guides us into all truth. And, and through his wisdom, we, through the word of God, 
studying the word of God, obeying the word of God, and living out the word of God before men, we are showing people here on the earth, the kingdom has come. And that's what Jesus said when he came on earth. When he came, he said, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Believe the gospel. That's what he said. So he wanted people to turn from how they were living, turn from their wicked ways, repent from their way of living, and believe the gospel, believe the good news of Christ. We are the government of the kingdom of God, and we have the authority in the earth realm to do God's bidding. Our prayers carry the weight of heaven and destroys the wicked plans of the enemy. God has placed all of that inside of us. So when we arrive in a location, in a town, in a city, even in a building, even in a place of employment, wherever we are, when we arrive, the kingdom of God has arrived and God has placed everything that is within his kingdom within us through the Holy Spirit. See, God's word is a weapon and his word has no equal. His word spoke all things into existence, into existence. And in Hebrews chapter 11, verse three, it reads, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God and the things that were made were not made by things that do appear. So God's word spoke the worlds into existence. That's what that scripture teaches. And God's word, when Jesus said, Lazarus come forth, it raised Lazarus from the dead. And also God's word defeated the devil when Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness. He said, it is written. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 gives a good summary of what the word of God's power is. It says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. God's word goes straight through and it cuts. It cuts like a two-edged sword. And it goes right in and it divides our soul. It divides it, our soul and our spirits and our joints and our marrow. And it knows what's inside of a human heart. The word of God exposes what's inside of the human's heart. And what's good news can be found in Psalm chapter 103, verse 19. And it reads, the Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Amen. Our God rules over all. His kingdom rules over all. And remember, we are representatives of his kingdom in the earth realm. We are his ambassadors. So when people see us, the kingdom has arrived and we are to live out before men, before human beings, the kingdom of God. There are those of you who are listening to this message today, God's voice, who may have never heard the voice of God, who may have not even thought about even asking God to speak to you. I want you to know right now, God is interested in you hearing his voice. He wants you to know him on a personal level. And right now, as I'm speaking to you, he wants you to open up your heart. He wants you to know that he wants you to to be saved and to spend eternity with him. 
And so for those of you who don't know the Lord Jesus, who don't have a relationship with him, who cannot discern his voice, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I know that you sent Jesus here on earth to die for me and he died for my sins. And after three days, he rose with all power in his hand. And I believe, God, that you raised him from the dead. And I believe that he paid all of my sins, debt, past, present, and future. Please forgive me, Lord. Please save me. Thank you. Thank you for saving me today, Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for a new creation. And remember, a new creation podcast exists for you to learn how to apply the the word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, God's voice, is designed to help you to understand that God speaks. He speaks even today and his voice, you can hear his voice. You can be trained to hear his voice. And I pray that you will. Heavenly Father, every soul that's heard this message today, I pray, God, that they will hear your voice within the next 30 days, even within the next week, God, and they will know that they've heard your voice and will rejoice. And not only will they rejoice, God, they will share the good news with their family members. And I decree and declare that everyone that's listening to this message today who will listen in the future or will listen to it over again will hear your voice, God, open up their heart and sup with Jesus and Jesus with them. Amen and amen. Remember, a new creation podcast can be found in Google Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe. Look for Phyllis's, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S apostrophe S, A new, A-N-E-W, creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N. And I hope you will subscribe. Thank you and have a wonderful day.